0: May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to our Uncharted Discussions episode of Empower to Grow podcast. This is your host Hannah Novasha, and I'm still with uh, my one of my dearest friends, Annika Luther. Hi, Annika. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. We're continuing the conversation um, because I wanted to delve a bit deeper into something that Annika does on a daily basis, and that is the basis of her business, Creative Notions. And it is about research and strategy and and looking at your business and setting up the business foundation in a way that is not only right for you, but is also right for the market you're in, the, the field you're in and everything else. And I think this is where I wanted us to start the conversation, Annika. Not a lot of people spend enough time to set up the foundation. And that's why we see a lot of quick failures in a very short period of time so if we are to say I call it the business DNA like we have to set up the DNA in a way that empowers us to grow essentially and it is about you know you're talking about your vision your mission um who your customer base is who who are you looking to serve but also how are you serving them who what are you offering them and starting with why are you doing it? And I think this is an element you started talking about even because of the coaching part that you've got that you started also working uh, from that perspective. So what are your insights if we're talking about that start, the basics?
1: So on the basics, I think starting, people get, especially at the start of their setting up of their business, they get so bogged down around, you um, designing or creating the product or the service that they're bringing to market right yeah Um, focus goes over the product development or the development of the services the offering that is being put together and then they get bogged down with all of the how the marketing behind it but what is often overlooked is the why which comes before it yeah the why is that foundational stone over which the what and the how not just uh sits and gets um gets defined but the right way of doing it or the ideal way of doing it mm-hmm. uh there is no perfect way but the right and the ideal way that aligns what it is that you are solving in terms of the problem that is being addressed through your product or your service offering <clears throat> but also who is it for yep. um another myth that uh you know many uh, people at the start of their business uh think is that their product and services for everyone you can't serve everyone yep you can't i got i got held up there for about a year i'm serving all the women of the world
0: uh no you shouldn't yes i can yeah. well being able to is different than should you actually do that from a business perspective
1: yeah it's the the essence of the brand or the company or the offering gets diluted if That's you're true. trying to serve everyone. So you need to be crystal clear on who it is that you're serving and who it is that you're not serving. Yeah. Um, because there you there, then your focus comes down to whatever niche it is or whatever segment it is that you're serving, um, thereby really going deep into understanding what are their uh, needs? What are their wants? What are their expectations in? I mean, think about it. We live in a world with diverse cultures, Mm
0: -hmm. diverse
1: ways of thinking. Think about it logically how is it even possible that you're gonna be able to serve that diversity of cultures in thinking patterns? People Mm -hmm. make decisions in different ways. They they purchase things in different ways. They um, uh, put in their commitment to products and service relationships in different ways. Uh, They spend money in different ways. Uh, Mm -hmm. They speak different languages. There does, it is very important to really come down to getting into the minds of your customers. Mm -hmm. And the more clearly defined that customer segment or segments is the uh, more focused you can be in digging into their needs and their expectations. And that's what we do at Creative Notion. We use research to help the brands and the companies to clearly define their why, their purpose, the Mm -hmm. meaning of their existence, which is not just about solving a particular problem, which probably various other solutions in the marketplace already do, but it's about meeting those, um, uh, providing those solutions to the people That has been defined within your customer segment, in the way, through the messaging that you create, through the story behind your why, which is through the story behind your brand, which is driven by the why, that you're able to then really connect with your customers so that they don't buy that product or that service or connect with you for one time today, but it nurtures into a meaningful relationship for a long time Yeah, right which again is the goal of every business
0: and and the point is also that I I know that you work on and I know that I'm a strong believer I know that I'm a strong believer and that I strongly believe in is that why is very subjective I mean it is really dependent on you what you're bringing to the world, um, your personal experiences, your tacit knowledge, which is your working experience on all of this. And that impacts how and what you deliver to the world in terms of a product or service. And and you have to take that, I want to say kind of um, foundational step before embarking on the next one, because that could alter your view. And if you're doing it just because, oh, there's a gap in the market or because I want the money, that is not a drive to keep you going for a long time. That's not what builds up a sustainable business.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is why at Creative Notion, we don't just work with the brands or the companies and the scope or the problem that we have uh, at hand, but we actually work with the mindset of the leadership that is navigating um, the the vision of that business that will come out of defining that why. Because the vision of the business is so closely aligned with the values and the belief systems of the people that are driving that ship, right? They're the navigators of the path that they're going to take in order to come up with the product of the service offering. How is it gonna be priced? How is it gonna be packaged? Who is it gonna be served to? We create limitations on the development, the scope, the scale, and the progress of the business based on what we believe. Yeah, that's and true. thereby it is so important to also understand your personal why yeah and to understand what are those belief systems that are empowering you yeah so that you can leverage them into your business you know again being a business owner being an entrepreneur being a leader in a business um When you're trying to not just launch a business, but grow and scale your business, we're again talking about uh, taking those risks and going out to explore some uncharted territories. Yeah. Yeah? And if you are a person who is extremely risk averse, who comes from perhaps a culture of scarcity, of limitation, you're you're not going to be able to the lens is not going to allow you to be able to have the possible vision that you can have for your business and it, and thereby you might end up sabotaging the future of your business. Yeah. Thus, we work not just with the brand on its own, but the people that are leading that brand. That's Another true. thing over here that is you know, important to note and I've learned along the way is Founders especially uh, are, you know, the they're, they're in they're in love with you know what they put together, what they create, what they yeah. build. It's their baby, right? Yep. But it is important to not get obsessed with it. Yeah. Be passionate about it. And that's where the why helps you. The why helps you with keep nurturing that passion. The what and the how because that could the shift and that, that could change. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can you can design your what and how based on the passionate why instead of just obsessing about the what and the how. Yeah. Because that'll only get you so far. And really also sustainability. And what's also important
0: is as you said, that gets you so far, but more importantly, markets shift the dynamics change. I mean, we've seen that with the lockdown for those that are still holding on to this is the way we do business and this is what all we can do and what we can offer did not make it. Um, you need to be adaptable. You need to be able to be agile enough to pivot when the market needs. Um, it is about being very connected with your market. And now that's why another element of it is the your digital footprint and your ability to be interactive with your target segments. So you know what they're needing. This, uh, I think Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi speak of the concept of build it and they will come era yep. is over. It's, that's not the way it is. And there are a few, and also, as you said, um, accepting the fact that there are things that will not work because that's just not what is needed right now, or that's not what the the specific culture of those segments um is what's needed there were there are offerings that i said okay this is it you know i'm getting the vibes this is the feedback i'm getting and then i offer something it's like you know tumbleweed in the desert kind of a thing i'm like what just happened there They're like okay maybe it's not the right wording or like you know the offering is right but again it's it's the maybe the research was not the correct one maybe it's the segmentation that was not right so there are so many elements but you need to be open to investigate them and spend some time working yes. with with you for example to to be able to really pinpoint what should yeah. you bring to the world
1: yeah you see <clears throat> you know with uh with any uh with any timeline project timeline of uh launching a business or putting together your go-to-market strategy and then uh coming into existence um there isn't There isn't enough, um, I think, uh, talk out there with regards to the importance of research being such a critical uh, part of it Um, in a timeline, irrespective of the phases of putting together your strategy and then coming up with your campaign or coming up with your uh, launch plan, The most amount of time should actually be spent before that on research, on understanding what it is that we want to do, why do we want to do it, who do we want to do it for, thereby the coming together with a strategy that makes sense, Mm -hmm. right, for the people that you're serving um, and in the channels, in the mediums, in the ways, in terms of the story or the messaging that you put together to then connect with that audience. Research is literally the foundation of the building that you're setting up. You know, if that foundation is not strong, you might be able to build one floor up there. You might even be able to build two floors up there. But the moment you decide to go severely multi-story, that foundation is going to start seeing cracks. Yeah. And research, you know, enables you to be able to keep building because your foundation is set on your markets, on your products, on um, the way that you want to show up for your customers.
0: And that supports you as well with, with with the other elements of your operations and your hiring and, you know, how big you need to be and whether you need to... Um, even the business model, whether like for me, when I was setting up the business doctor, the, the view was always, yes, I want to do amazing things with this business and reach as many people as I can. But to start with, it's a boutique uh, advisory firm, which means that I'm not going to have a lot of overheads. I'm not going to be hiring full-time employees at this point in time, but I will grow a network enough with um, other service providers that I can tap into and you know work together on project-based so a basis. So that also was determined because of the understanding at the beginning of who am I and what am I offering and what are my limitations, as you said, but also what's my vision for the business. And this needs to take some time before I grow it that way, whether vertically or horizontally, Um, vertically or horizontally. (laughs) Um, And and that's as well because a lot of um, companies, and this is where From my perspective where some of the the crashes happen especially when we're talking about startups and stuff is like oh my god okay this got traction let's go we got some money let's grow faster let's grow bigger and everything and and as you said the foundation itself starts and to crack very very um, soon afterwards because it was not built up right it was not built up strong from that perspective it was just like whoo let's let's explode across the the thing and then it just gets top heavy
1: absolutely um you know I'll confess I've made the same mistake you know myself at the beginning um at the beginning it was you know just one woman show I was doing everything by myself and um here we had a customer I had a customer base enough that I was ready to now scale up Mm -hmm. I was ready Hire some people to help me support some of this growth and scaling that I wanted to do. I didn't spend enough time on going back to my why and my intentions. And I started focusing on the what and the how. And I started, you know, just following up on what it is that we hear in the marketplace. Well, we got to hire somebody for social media. We got to hire somebody for the website. We got to hire somebody for this, for that. And I started doing this, losing sight off my why I hired the wrong people well people that were not the right fit uh, and you know I got burnt a little bit along the way Of course. so and that's where I was I had to put a stop I had to pause and I had to sit with myself and go back and say wait why am I doing this mm-hmm. you know yeah have to do that because here what I had done was I had again moved had this for 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 a brief period of about six to eight months my 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 uh, you know view had shifted from my intentions of the business my passion of the business to all of these goals financial goals and business goals that I set up and uh, I said well I can't do this all by myself I need people That was not the wrong thing. Yes, need people, all right. But not going back to my why, I end up hiring people that were not the right fit. And that costed the business, you know? And that's where I had to put my foot down, take a step back and look at this big picture and go back to my why. Mm -hmm. And that's the power of the why. The why is your guiding force, you know, when things don't work out, Because it's that reminder of how to change or reset or redo something. Uh, The why is keeps, keeps your customer, keeps your market at the core. When you start obsessing about things, it's not your market. It's not your customer. It's not your business. You are at the core. And that's the wrong way to go. Don't make it about yourself. It is about your business. It's about the work that you're doing. It's about your customers. It's about their needs. Um, And with being passionate, you leave room to pivot and stay agile. Otherwise, with being obsessed, what happens is you shut your eyes and you shut your ears to what the market is saying, because you're just focused on doing this for yourself. Yeah. Yeah yep and I think uh, we we have to note
0: that Simon Sinek start with why is also a very important um, and fundamental place to start because he was one of the few people, if not one of the only people that started talking about that even in a corporate world and he was like really resisted and attacked by saying, what why? you know we're doing this for for whatever. The, the shareholders want or whatever is like no stop why why are you doing this and why are you you know offering this as a service or product or anything else okay um my last point I would like to make with you is is let's look at that why and again you being a coach let's look at the why on a personal level and from your perspective how is it that people could stop and i think we we touched on it a bit in in our first conversation but why should we stop to assess why we're we doing things in life and how can we connect the dots from that perspective
1: so i think it's really important to know why here i'll start with a, a quote that i actually absolutely, absolutely love it's by mark twain he says said uh there are two important days in one's life
0: Hmm.
1: the day that you're born and the day that you know why okay and that in a summary you know for me is just so powerful because we're all born into this world and most of us for the first you know 18 20 sometimes 25 years of our life Make decisions uh, about our life uh, under the guidance of the yep. elders yep. in our life, of the teachers, the professors, uh, you know, the school systems or the uh home. the culture, yep, yeah. Yep. Culture. All of it, right? Now, it's not to say any of it is right or wrong. Again, they're giving us the guidance based on what is the best that they know. Exactly. Right. But the world today has just changed so much, thankfully, with regards to why can it be not just stop and question why, you know, yeah. how many times have we heard stories about, well, I took this career because everybody in my family is a doctor, or I took this career because when I had to choose my career, this was like one of the most popular streams to yeah. go into, and it was going to uh promise me safety and security for life all of those reasons are good yeah but are they fulfilling yeah exactly okay we all want safety and security sure what about the basic basic needs you know the the, means, the hierarchy yeah yeah great but who says safety and security has to come at the cost of your happiness at the cost of the peace and calm in your home at the cost of the harmony that you feel in your life with what you do who you do it with who you share it with and what do you use it for yeah that's true the other thing is Many of us come from um, cultures or upbringing where we say safety and security. Okay, safety and security, safety and security until the time we get to 50 and 60 and 70 and 80. Yeah. You know, then what? I, you, life is over and it's like, I didn't I, I get to live what you, that. What do you do with that safety and security? Yeah. You know, so here I think it is important the question that you asked in our first segment on. Imagine you're 90 years old, look hmm. back at your life. You know, what would you be thankful for? What would you be, what would you say? What would you thank yourself for? You know, and yeah. that is so powerful because one of the things for me in my life has been, while I've stumbled along the way and, you know, it's, you know, I've done all sorts of, uh, I've I've made decisions that have probably not been the right ones for me. My life has taken different turns. All of that has happened, Sure. But one of the things that has always been important and key for me is, if you're not happy, change it, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, the place you live, the relationship you have, the job that you have, the career that you're in, whatever it is. And we're not saying change is easy.
0: We're just saying it is possible. If there is it is possible. And there are, and even if it's not a 1000% of a change,
1: elements of it can change. Absolutely. And for me, again, you know, when you're trying to change something, it is, you're trying to um, replace a part of you that is not serving you with what is fulfilling and satisfying with something different now trying to make a change whether it is changing from switching from one brand to another moving home moving country changing a job changing a relationship any kind any kind of changing healthy
0: the habits
1: so you're you're working towards a better healthier version of you Exactly. Any bit of change that you make comes with a degree of difficulty and with its own degree of complexity. But knowing that in order to implement that change, what portion of your entire life does it encapsulate? You know, you might have to work on your change for a year, two years, three years, five years. What is five years out of 30, 40, 50 years left out of your life? Yeah. I'd say negligible, you know. So for me, when you look at the picture of yes, when you when you're in the moment today, it just seems like a gigantic task. Okay, I need to change my uh nutrition habits. I need to change my um Uh, you know, the way that I exercise, I need to change my diet plans, I have different health goals, whatever it may be. It may seem humongous today, but believe you me, the results in terms of the happiness and the satisfaction, the fulfillment that it will bring in your life for the years to come, even if you've got 10 years left to live, I'd say do it, you know, Mm -hmm. make those 10 years better than the 20 years that you have been unhappy with that aspect of your life that you want to change.
0: And also, it's as you said, it's not just about the intent and it is about the impact, but it's also understanding that it is not necessarily an overnight change. Overnight success takes years and and it's okay. But because you are working, because you are clear on your why, so going back to our foundation, and because you are clear on where you want to go, then that is worth the effort and the time and, and the energy it will take to reach that goal for you. And it might not necessarily be the same spot. It could be somewhere else, but it's, it's, again, it's fulfilling you in a different way.
1: Right. And this is where the why is really powerful because getting up and doing that one thing that you're trying to change in your life let's let's take something simple you know just a habit that you're you're trying to wake up at six o'clock every morning yeah to find one hour to exercise or have some sort of a personal routine time for yourself all right um it's gonna be difficult you'll be able to do it for two days you'll be severely motivated in the beginning you might last for a week and then you'll be like oh, this is hard maybe <laughs> I'll get up at six. 30 maybe I'll do it just 15 minutes you know you'll find all sorts of ways to negotiate with yourself on trying to avoid making that change resisting it okay because yeah. you will have resistance you're going of against course. the grind of something that you've always done and yeah. you're going against it there's going to be resistance your why is going to be that frustration overcomer that motivation booster to still push you to get out of beds when you get out of bed in the morning, when you can't find the strength and the motivation to get up. That why is what helps you. And we know with habits, do it for 28 days. You will be able, you'll see the improvements from a little step a day, it will become a habit. And from those consistency and habits, It'll just become a lifestyle. It'll become who you are. And it'll get severely. That's true. I love
0: that. And I know that we can write a few chapters on that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to respect your time. And I'm super thankful that, you know, we we have these conversations. And I know that we have them on a one-on-one level. and, And this is where we're expanding our horizons as well. And we're sharing what we're learning and, you know, seeing how we can apply it to each other's lives and and support one another from that perspective. Um, What would be one closing, I don't want to say advice, but nugget of wisdom you want to leave people with?
1: So... Here, I think because we've been talking about empowerment, we've been talking about why uh, we've been talking about change and transformation Yeah, yeah. transformation requires making yes. certain changes in your life. Um, and as we've talked about, change is not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very frustrating in the beginning, very frustrating. I'm not going to lie. Uh Embrace the fact that pain, uncertainty, and consistent work are going to be your three friends in bringing about change. Mm. Embrace it, and you will, the resistance will slowly dissipate. Yeah. When you know that it's going to be painful, when you know that there's going to be some uncertainties in the changes, you know, that that you're aspiring for yourself, and you know that the only way of doing it is consistently working on it, because unfortunately there is no magic wand that exists yeah. that can you know, that we can just whisk away and it happens. We've got to do the work ourselves. Nobody can do it for you either. Mm-hmm. So embrace these three aspects and make them your friends, bringing about change in your life, in your world, in your habits, any aspect of your life it will become a little bit easier. That's true,
0: it will, it will, because we know that habits take anywhere between 21 to 65 days to actually form, where your brain doesn't have to over-process do I really have to wake up now? No, you just wake up. It's like, you know, making coffee in the morning. That's something you just picked up and you start doing easily. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure. And I love this conversation and I love the topics that we we started exploring together. I think, as you said, five years ago. So it was amazing that, you know, the growth aspect and the transformation journey for both of us is definitely um, something that we are both proud of. I know that. And uh, we're proud of each other for the consistent efforts <laughs> through the pain <laughs> and through the, the uncertainties uh, to be able to still find new ways to grow and still see the potential to to serve the world and to know why we came, we were born and to to work on it. So thank you again. And it's, it's been an absolute pleasure.
1: This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, I'm so, I really am honored to, you know, finally be at this point where, you know, we can now share insights from our journey and, with the intention of, you know, supporting others um, who are going through, uh, you know, similar challenges, and um, letting them know that they have the choice and they have the support through people like us and through, you know, podcasts like yours uh, where, you know, they can find uh, the um, unconditional support as well as the resources to unstuck themselves and find that happiness in their life. Exactly.
0: Well, thank you everyone for joining us in um, we're hoping that uh, we've inspired you enough and you inspire yourself beyond that to get unstuck and to change whatever's not working in your life and to find the reason why you came into this world as always wishing you love abundance and joy. And I'm going to see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to grow podcast for further engagement with a tribe of empowered women join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananubasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.